0: Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. Hey there, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Dietitian Success Podcast. I hope you are enjoying your summer so far. I certainly am. I've been doing a summer schedule, which I've been loving, which basically involves me working still, absolutely, working consistently, but... Just working lighter hours, taking days off here and there, not having so much structure to my schedule, which actually feels really great. And I think what's interesting is that I feel like old Krista, who had just started her business, would have felt a lot of guilt and uncertainty around that. And I think just over time, I've learned that about the importance of taking time away from your business and that. Actually, me taking time away and taking time off, I don't feel like has a negative impact like I thought that it would. And it it ends up just making me more productive and more excited when I get back to my computer and when I sit at my desk, I'm creating, creating better work and I'm able to be more creative. So anyways, that's been my experience so far, which has been really fun, honestly, really fun. At this past weekend, we went camping. Now I say camping, but it was more like glamping because we were in your... yurts (laughs) yurts if you've never heard of a yurt before it's essentially a really big tent but it's not like a flimsy it's a thick canvas so you feel a little bit more like you're in a house than you do a tent but it's really cool there's a wood burning stove in there there's table and chairs there's a bunk bed there's campfire there's all sorts of things and it's really cool it's an awesome way to get out in nature but it's a little bit more comfortable than camping and so we did that this weekend which was really fun i feel like i am filling this summer with just so many just summery activities which feels really good and getting out in nature always feels awesome so I felt totally invigorated coming back. I don't know if you feel the same way when, you're, when you spend the weekend in nature, you just feel like you can hit the ground running when you get back on a Monday. So that's where I'm at right now. And this week, my biggest priority has been getting ready to relaunch Online Course Blueprint. If you're wondering what Online Course Blueprint is, it's essentially a one-stop solution for how to create, launch, market, and sell your very own online course. And so personally, I created this course because I've built so many online online courses, I feel like I have really had an opportunity to learn what works and what doesn't work. I now have a formula for creating an awesome online course that people want to buy. So if you feel like you are interested in online courses, whether that's having that as an addition to your business, something that you use with your clients In whatever capacity or whatever format you feel like it could work, and by the way, there's so many different ways that we can utilize online courses in our businesses. I'm offering a free pre-recorded training so you can access it on demand whenever you want, whenever you're ready, and it's all about choosing your profitable online course topic, and that's linked below this episode. So if you watch that training, you will get the promo code, so make sure and check it out. Okay, let's get into the episode where we're talking about five of the biggest online course mistakes that I have seen and how to avoid them. And I've seen them and I've experienced them. I've experienced every single one of (laughs) these mistakes. And so I am speaking from absolutely from personal experience here. I'm also speaking from a place of seeing what Ha, what, my, what online course blueprint uh, students have struggled with, what my past one-on-one clients have struggled with who are working on online courses. And so I want to share with you these mistakes to see if you maybe identify with them and then give you strategies for how to overcome them or how to avoid them altogether. So let's just get into it. The very first mistake that I see is spending too much time choosing your topic. So yes, I. this is absolutely an important piece to this process, for sure. Choosing your topic is important and it takes some consideration. However, I see a lot of people getting hung up in a fear place. Fear of choosing the wrong topic, fear of changing your mind halfway through, fear of choosing a topic and having nobody want to buy it. And I completely understand that feeling. We can spend a lot of time in this fear place. And what I always say to this is that the only way to really get clarity is to continue moving forward. Because mulling over this for an endless amount of time is not going to give you more clarity here. And that's why I created the free training too, the choosing your profitable online course topic, because I know that you're struggling with this and I know that you have struggled with this. And so I also want to offer an additional gift to you. If you feel like you are hung up on this, I want you to send me a DM on Instagram. It's at kristico.rd. And I want you to tell me what you are thinking with regards to your online course topic. And I'm gonna give you my advice and I'm gonna give you some feedback for which direction I think that you should go. So take advantage of that, feel free. I'd love to chat with you. And I want you to remember a few things here too. If you find yourself really hung up in the topic, Phase. You can make more than one course in your lifetime. You don't have to include, you don't have to cover everything under the sun in one course. You will want to make more than one course in over your business journey. I promise you. (laughs) So you can start small here. Your first course doesn't have to include everything. And what I would also encourage you to do if you're feeling really stuck is choose a topic that you can use in your day-to-day practice right away. So for example, are there topics that you feel like you're educating on and you're talking about consistently? Let's say you're a dietitian in the sports world and you're always talking about sports supplements. Cool, create a mini course on sports supplements. That's small, it's simple. You can use it right away with your current clients so you can give that to them as an added resource. And that way you can start using it And you can also sell it as a standalone. So that's number one is spending too much time in the topic phase. Number two is not making your course topics specific enough. And the biggest thing that this comes down to is that as a customer, I don't want to pay for something that doesn't apply to me. And so suddenly, if I feel like there's a bunch of additional information that I don't actually need and does not apply to me, I don't want to pay for it. Now, this is a little bit different than if I think something may apply to me in the future, I might want to purchase it. So for example, if I were selling a marketing course and I bundled it with an online course, I, I know as a business owner, okay, cool, I definitely want to learn about marketing. And I may also want to learn about online courses in the future because I know that the next step, that's the evolution of my business. And so I'd be okay paying for that. But if I as the course creator, I'm creating a diabetes course and I say that it's relevant for you if you have type one, type two, or gestational. If I have type one, I might think to myself, is that really true? I don't really want to pay for something that doesn't necessarily apply to me. And so we need to make sure we're getting specific enough and we're creating something that is really tailored towards a certain type of person, an ideal client. So another example would be Let's say you created a sports nutrition course for both strength and endurance athletes. If I'm not a strength athlete, if I identify it as an endurance athlete, I don't necessarily want to pay for a bunch of information and education that's going to help me with strength based stuff because maybe that's not so important to me or relevant to me. So I would suggest here, starting with your ideal client and thinking, what do they need a solution to? What do they need a solution to? Maybe it's hormone health for menopause. Maybe it is type one diabetes. Maybe it is binge eating disorder. Maybe it is meal planning for disordered eating recovery. There's so many different directions you can go here, but we do need to be specific enough that people don't feel like they're paying for something that they don't need. So that's number two, not making your course topic specific enough. Number three is that perfectionism is holding you back from moving forward. And the biggest way or the biggest example of how I see this manifest is by re recording your video modules over and over again. <laughs> and I want to validate first that this is totally normal. I've been there, absolutely. But at some point, we do need to acknowledge that your video modules are never going to feel perfect. And in fact, In six months from now, a year from now, you are going to want to go in and you're going to want to change things and you're going to want to tweak things. And so you have to embrace the fact that done is better than perfect. Yes, you are going to trip up on your words sometimes as you're recording. Yes, you are going to. Maybe make a small mistake here and there. Yes, there's going to be a spelling error on one of your slides that you didn't notice as you were going through them before you recorded. You need to embrace the done is better than perfect mentality if you want to move forward with this because otherwise you're going to spend so much time in this recording phase that you're never going to actually publish anything. And I've seen people try and navigate this by actually hiring out their course videos. So hiring somebody to record them for them. And I I absolutely discourage this purely because I promise that you this is the first course you create is basically going to be your draft one. Realistically, you're going to want to change things, whether it's that you have learned a different way of educating on a certain topic and you prefer that. You feel like it resonates more with your clients. Whether there's new research that's come out on a specific topic, something that you feel like you want to add, something you feel like you want to take away, it's going to happen. I can guarantee that. And so I want this to be as cost effective for you as possible, because if you hire it out, if you pay somebody else to do it for you, it's just going to cost you a lot of money. And so do it yourself, keep it cheap and cheerful, and just record the videos Acknowledge that there's going to be some mistakes along the way, and that's okay. So that's number three, is that perfectionism is holding you back from moving forward. Number four is not setting aside the time to continue to make progress on your course each week. So I can pretty much guarantee that you are going to start off strong. You are going to be excited to start your online course, and then at some point, as with everything in life, the resistance starts to set in. The the resistance that tells us, oh, I just, I don't want to do this. I could be doing something else. This is not as fun or new or exciting anymore. And I don't feel as fun or I don't feel as excited to actually work on this anymore. Trust me, we all feel it. It happens to every single course creator. And I think what's important here is just we have to acknowledge that the resistance is there and we have to do our best to push through it, to recognize it, first of all, recognize that there is real resistance there. And when I say resistance, that thing that is just pushing back on you, it's that thing that's telling you, it's that voice inside your head that's telling you, I don't have to do this right now. I'll work on it later. And that's the resistance. And the resistance is what keeps us from moving forward. And so we have to push through it and we have to do the work even if we don't feel like it. And so what I typically suggest to my clients is that when we say to ourselves, I need to commit three hours today to work on my online course, that feels really overwhelming and that feels really challenging and that feels almost impossible. And so we need to set ourselves up for success here. And we need to tell ourselves that my commitment is purely to work on this course for 30 minutes a week, just 30 minutes. That's it. And I know that when you sit down to a star working on your course and you tell yourself, okay, I only need to do 30 minutes here. Even set your timer. 30 minutes, that's it. And then once I'm done, cool. I've done what I need to do for the week. And I know from personal experience that when you say that you're gonna do 30 minutes, you set your timer for 30 minutes, suddenly you start to get in the zone. (laughs) You start to really get in there and you start to enjoy what you're doing. You start to remember why you did this in the first place and you end up spending more than 30 minutes. But promise yourself 30 minutes because that feels really doable versus saying I have to dedicate the entire day to this or whatever. And so put it in your Google calendar, schedule it in, when is this going to happen and try and do it every week if you can. Just try and just start, just slowly chip away at this course week to week. So that's number four. Number five is last but not least is the mistake of not coming up with a sales and marketing plan to accompany your course. And I would say sales and marketing is just as important, if not more important than the course itself. Because once we've created the course, suddenly there's this whole aspect of how am I actually going to sell it? How am I actually going to market it? That's so essential. And I've said this before on the podcast, that the whole idea of if I build it, they will come, is just not true for digital products. Or really for anything in business, honestly, we, the sales and marketing is such an important aspect of the business planning process because we need to get our offer in front of people. We need to communicate how it's going to help them. We need to communicate how it's going to solve their problems. We need to communicate what it is. And so we have to make sure we have a sales and marketing plan in place to accompany our course. And I think a lot of people actually, this comes from a a bit of a fear based place and I've totally been there before where maybe we're feeling a little bit insecure about our course. Maybe we're feeling like it's not quote unquote perfect enough to put out there into the world. And so we will finish it and we'll just release it. We won't tell anybody about it. It just sits there on our website And people don't buy it, but we know that we can explain that away because we say people didn't buy it because I just didn't talk about it. And it makes us feel better because it makes us feel like we didn't didn't necessarily try and market it and sell it and fail, which is, I feel like the ultimate fear is if I try and I fail, then I'm going to feel terrible versus if I didn't try, I'll be able to explain it away. So just stay mindful of that and thinking about your sales and marketing plan as you're creating your course. And also thinking to yourself, if I put work into this and I I put work into selling and marketing my course, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? It's that whole idea, and I can't remember who said this, but it's, I'm either gonna succeed or I'm going to learn. And that is so true here. There is no failure in this whole process. All right, so to recap, the five biggest online course mistakes that I've seen, Number one, spending too much time in the topic phase. Number two, not making your course topic specific enough. Number three, that perfectionism is holding you back from moving forward. Number four, not setting aside enough time or time at all to work on your course each week. And then number five is not coming up with a sales and marketing plan to accompany your course. So again, I would encourage you to check out my free training, Choosing Your Profitable Online Course Topic. It is linked below this video. And my goal for you is that training uh, will help you actually walk away with your course topic chosen so that you can start moving forward with your course. So definitely check that out. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I will see you next Thursday.